Hello, and welcome to the Growing the Good Life podcast. I am your host, Michelle Roberts, and today we are talking about potatoes. It is time to grow potatoes for me here in Western North Carolina Zone 7B slash 8A, and I wanted to talk with you a little bit about the three varieties of potatoes I'll be planting this year. Two of those varieties I've grown in the past, and one of them is a new one that I'm excited to try. So let's get right into it. The first variety that I plan to grow is the French fingerling potato. This is a determinant potato. Yes, you heard that correctly. Potatoes can also be indeterminate and determinant. And whether they're determinate or indeterminate will will indicate to you how they grow. And if you've noticed some differences in the way that potatoes grow and you were a bit puzzled about it in the past, that is why certain potatoes grow in different ways. So a determinate potato is very similar in the way you think about a an ind- a, a determinate tomato. So a determinate potato will, when it's grown, it will flower somewhat early. It will pretty much put flowers on at the same time and set potatoes and grow potatoes in roughly a single layer. And once they put on all the potatoes they're going to, they pretty much stop. Whereas an indeterminate potato is similar to a tomato in that it will grow taller and you can pull up soil around those plants. And the more soil you pull up around the plants, the more potatoes that particular plant will set. So I'm growing both indeterminate and determinate potatoes this year. And we started with the French fingerling. That's a determinate potato. A benefit of having determinate potatoes is that they grow all of their production in a somewhat a, a single layer. So it's really easy to find all the potatoes that you have. So you're not, you don't have to dig really deep. You don't have to worry about leaving them behind. It's much less likely that you leave them behind because all of the potatoes are set roughly in the same layer of soil. So that's really very nice. And specifically to the French fingerling, these guys have a smaller, more oblong shape, a very smooth skin, excuse me, a very smooth skin, and the skin is a reddish color, and then you cut into the potato, and the inside is this beautiful yellow, golden color. The flesh has a very a wonderful texture. It's easy to bake with. You can fry them. You can boil them. They just have a really nice all-around texture, and we love those. <clears throat> We've grown those for several years. I won't stop growing those potatoes. <clears throat> Excuse me. This morning is... My voice is really, um, really scratchy. So I won't stop growing the French fingerling potato. They're that good. And usually what I do is I will save some potatoes in my basement and I will grow those the following year. So last year we harvested a ton of French fingerling potatoes. I have a ton in my basement. And so I'm going to plant those out again next year. And I know that there are some concerns with bringing blight into your crop from year to year. Uh, But we also move the spaces or we change where we plant those crops from year to year. So we're less likely to encounter any blight issues. And so far, so good on those potatoes. We've not had an issue with that. So I, as you could imagine, don't buy all of my seed potatoes. 
with those French fingerlings. I, I won't buy any of those because I'll just use the leftovers from my previous year. And then the same is true for the next variety that I grow, which is an indeterminate potato. And those are the German butterball potatoes. Those are delicious. We grow those every year as well. And they are, like I said, an indeterminate. They're a little bit bigger, a more white flesh, a more rounded shape as opposed to an oblong shape like the French fingerling. Um, the German butterball, again, is just an, a very delicious all-purpose potato. I, you could say that it's similar to a russet in the, in the texture of the flesh, but uh, not quite as big as a russet potato. So they're quite good. We love them. They are indeterminate. So when we go to harvest these, we have to make doubly sure that we've dug them all up because we don't want to miss out on any of those. They are not as big as a russet, as I may or may not have said. And we do the same thing with these potatoes that we do French fingerling. And by that, I mean, I have some in the basement. They have been in my basement uh, since I picked them or harvested them back in June and they are still there. They have chitted, C-H-I-T-T-I-N-G, or C-H-I-T-T-E-D, which, which means that they have grown eyes, and they are ready to plant out into the garden. And so I will be doing that, and I will probably cover them with some row cover just in case they are they encounter any really uh, below freezing temperatures because because they've chitted so much, they have some green growth on them and they're going to push through the soil pretty rapidly and any sort of freezing temperatures are going to bite those that green growth back. And I don't want that to happen or I want to lessen the potential that that could happen. So I will be putting row cover over those. Uh, probably um, an Agrabon... Oh gosh, I don't know which layer I would put on, but like a medium layer. And I would pull up the sides during the day so that it didn't get too hot under there. So I've done that with some success to put potatoes out a little earlier than usual so that I can get green growth going faster and harvest potatoes faster. So that is going to be what we do this year. And finally, the third potato variety that we are going to try is one that's different. We haven't tried it before, but because of the anthocyanins in this purple potato, we're very excited to try it for its health benefits and just the novelty of it. It keeps its purple color after baking, so that should be fun for some mashed potatoes and fried potatoes and things like that. And that's the purple majesty potato. So those are actually the only ones that I purchased this year. And I purchased five pounds of that potato, and I am going to be cutting them most likely into two pieces. Each potato uh, is pretty small, and so I probably will only cut them into two pieces. I have tried both leaving them whole and cutting them, and cutting them does yield a bit more for me, so I will be doing that. And I'm very excited about these. The Purple Majesty is also a determinant potato, so it's more likely to put all of its potato growth onto one single layer, so it'll be a little easier for us to find when it comes time for harvest. So we're very excited about those, and we're very um, just really jazzed about this year's potato crop. That five pounds of potatoes will probably be two two rows in my garden and my rows are around 20 feet long. So that's probably going to be good for two rows. And then I'll have most likely four more rows elsewhere in the garden for a total of six rows, about 120 row feet. 
Not a ton as that goes. Um, Certainly some people grow more than that, but that works really well for us. We do have two rows of potatoes per garden bed. So when I say six rows, I really mean 12 full rows of potatoes. So that's going to be a lot for us. We're really excited about it. Um, And yeah, that's really it for the day. I hope that you have found this helpful. If you want to grow potatoes this year. I get my potatoes from a place called Grand Teton Organics. So check them out. They are in Idaho. I have grow- I have purchased from this fellow for two years now. His potatoes are top notch. His service is great. He actually even sells potato seeds, which yes, potatoes do create seeds. When they flower, oftentimes they will create a seed pod and you can plant those seeds and they will grow potatoes. And so that's a novelty. I have a bunch of seeds and potato seeds last for years and years and years. So I have a stash of potato seeds that I can grow into tubers and that's super fun. So check him out. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but if you look up Grand Teton Organics, you'll find him and he has a ton of of potatoes and he actually creates and breeds his own varieties. And that's really exciting. So check him out if you are still in the uh, market for buying some seed potatoes. He is definitely your guy. He's certified in all the ways that seed potatoes need to be certified that I'm not sure of details on. But uh, you will definitely have a good experience. I highly recommend going through Grand Teton Organics. So with that being said, we are all done with this episode for today. You could have been anywhere during this 10 minutes and you chose to spend those 10 minutes with me and I appreciate that so much. So I want you to have a fabulous rest of your day and get out there and get growing.